This country is doomed. It is doomed. Doom Nation, what's up? We are back once again uh, with another podcast. As always, Skaggs and your captain. And Skaggs, where are you tonight? I'm in Washington, D.C. You will never <laughs> find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. That's where I am today. You're in the den, the wolf's den. Most most icily, as Obi-Wan yeah. ventured yeah. to. So, uh, Doom Nation, thank you guys for joining us again. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we had a great conversation last week with uh, Professor Giordano. That was last week, right? That was last week, yeah. Yeah, and this Steve. is the weekend. Skaggs yeah. and I had too crazy of a weekend. Shout out to Big Mark and Stephanie. Um, but yeah, this was a fun weekend, and now we're back at it, and the craziness continues. Yeah, so it never ends. About? No. We got today, we got our, you know, we had our celebration when uh, Governor Cuomo resigned. You know, we popped champagne. We had a good time. The party's over. Party <laughs> is over, New Yorkers, because uh, Governor Hochul, Kathy Hochul, she's gone insane. So we're going to talk about her. Uh, I want to also talk about uh, Julian Assange, the I guess it's like the founder of WikiLeaks, and uh, there was a CIA plot to assassinate him, which is interesting. Uh, that's like a, a huge, huge topic, a huge story. That just got glazed over because of everything else that's going on, and oh, because it's of, all the good goes, ones do. and because it goes against the establishment, so nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so those are the two main things I want to talk about, and then whatever you got as usual. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking. Uh, I'll be talking about the border crisis because it's not in control. So, <laughs> yeah, the uh, you know what to start with that. Uh, a lot was made. Yeah, we'll start with that. Why not? Right. A lot was made about the uh, border patrol agents like whipping the the Haitian um, migrants. That's completely fake. That didn't happen. Yeah. They were using the the reins to like move their uh, horses around. And if you watch the full video, which the photographer who took those photos himself put up, and was like they weren't whipping anybody. Yep. They were just trying to like. Tell them to go back, stop, you can't cross. They didn't hit or whip anybody. So that was completely fake news. And uh, and I think the president even alluded to that, saying that, you know, something along the lines of like him acknowledging that they did whip them when it was completely not true. Uh, yeah. Biden, Biden sold the whole story. He is, I'm pretty sure it tried to go out on a limb and say he's banning whips from the, from a- They banned the use of horses for, yeah. for them now. Yeah. And those guys, those guys- those agents are uh, on desk duty now. Like they're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. They didn't even fucking and, do anything. <laughs> and anybody from here on out who acts up will be reprimanded to the fullest extent. 
this is such a wild situation to be perfect. I'm going to start off with my opinion of what should happen. Scorched earth, every border patrol agent, full blown strike, walk off top to bottom, leave the border completely. Just, you don't, you know, you don't want us here. You're not going to let us come even close to doing our job. You're not interested in making this better, even for the, you know, fine. We have this open border and this immigration uh, policy and platform. This isn't, this isn't a good situation for the people trying to get into the country either. You know what I mean? Like, yay, let's be virtuous. We want to welcome everyone with open arms, but what they're going through isn't any better. You know what I mean? Like this, this welcome mat is really just, you know, like a barbed wire fence. If you think of it, it, they still go, they're still stuck under that bridge. I was going to say, it can't be comfortable to be sitting under a fucking bridge in Texas and like scorching heat that, you know, so, like I said, I think the Border Patrol agents should all just walk off and just leave it. Uh, either that or someone needs to stop taking orders and just only take state orders, which I guess would be considered a mutiny. But it's, it's gone completely out of control. Is if, any, if tomorrow a, a Border Patrol officer is seen picking up a kid from the ground it's going to say you know border patrol are now separating kids from the pan meanwhile he's picking up some kid that was you know it doesn't matter what the story is as long as the pitcher can sell it then he'll be on desk duty as well yeah i mean i see what you're saying like almost in spite of the administration they should just all go on strike but you know tinfoil hat time don't you think that might be what the administration wants then they have their scapegoat for why the situation is so bad at the border. Well, it's because the border patrol went on strike. And at the same time, now you could have just as many people as you want come in. And uh, that's this is the end result. Anyway, they're just busing people into whatever state they want to be bussed into. You know, so, you know, let's give let's give the left every victory they wanted when Trump was in office. The wall's too expensive. The wall's racist. The wall's this whatever virtuous thing you felt in negativity against the wall fine i'll give it to you you won the argument but is shoving thousands of people in an underbridge shanty town really the, the answer is this you know what i mean like is this the better of the two options neither option is working you know what i mean yeah so th- this your your moral high ground has people shoved under and it, a bridge and if you don't think kids are in cages you're dead wrong. The cages are so full that they have to put people in this bridge shanty town. Right. Literally. Yeah. So you can't tell me that that this idea was the better option. Yeah. It just shows the inefficiency of government, too. You know, oh, they, they can't even if they want to let people in, they can't even do that right. Uh, what's crazy about the border situation is man, this has been a problem forever, a situation yeah. forever. And, and there's no meaningful discussion attempt anything in order to like make it a process that works for us for the migrants for for everybody you know there's nothing there's nothing from the government just it's it's always a a clusterfuck no matter what and i mean there's so many i'm i'm sure there's so many ideas out there other ideas out there that we don't even know about that could easily be applied you know i'm sure dave smith or, or even professor giordano or someone has some type of a spin of an idea of what we could do 
no we're, <clears throat> this administration doesn't like border patrol so we're going to abuse the border patrol agents this administration doesn't like immigrants so we're going to make it harder and abuse the immigrants no one's winning no, no i've no. i've heard uh i've heard dave's uh idea on it and his idea is well, you should be able to volunteer to sponsor a, a, a migrant if you yeah. want if you want to be so virtuous and you uh you know you want to help people you can you can offer to sponsor somebody, bring them into your house, help them get on their feet, pay for them. But we shouldn't be, but we should, those people are not going to do that though. You know, no. the AOC is not going to bring a migrant into her house. But at the same time, she's going to volunteer your tax dollars to help pay for them, right? Like it's robbing from the commons to, to support something you want, even if that thing is good or not. Like you should, that should, it should maybe be a more volunteer, volunteerism method to yeah. it, I guess you could say. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing about this, uh, me and you have been beating around the bush talking about this, but uh, we spoke about this a few, a month or two ago, that th- these, uh, this new like migration is coming from Haiti. Oh, and yeah. we spoke about it, how the assassination of the president of Haiti was suspicious to begin with. Uh, there was those mercenaries or guys who got caught. Some of them spoke American and said that they worked. Well, I forgot what they said. Something like they worked special ops for, or something for CIA the American, some yeah, something like that. I, I forgot exactly. Uh, you know, so we were we were suspicious about that. Did we maybe knock the guy off? You know, we've spoken about in the past how many times the United States has thrown overthrown governments or tried to meddle and interfere in Southern American affairs, destabilize countries. That causes poverty, political chaos, civil war, crime, and then people flee because people don't want to die. I don't blame any of these people for wanting to flee, you know, terrible conditions. I, I really do feel bad for them. It sucks. Uh, you know what I mean? So, but it's just fucking suspicious. On top of the fact that the, Haiti is an island and it's not anywhere near Texas. So how did they, if they, if they landed in, Florida, like if they were coming up in Florida on boats or or whatever, that'd make more sense. Florida's pretty close. Texas is like hundreds and hundreds of miles away from there. Yeah. And you have to, you know, and they're coming by land. It's not like and, they're. And on, yeah. So I was going to say, if they, if they want to say that they're being, you know, by they're taking boats, the Corpus Christi eastern coast of Kinet, of uh, Texas is way closer than closer the Mexico than, border. Right, where, <laughs> where this is happening. Right. It's yeah. not anywhere near even that. Dude. You know, conspiracy theory time. Yeah, yeah. tinfoil hat time. Let's go. To go with this, yeah, it's the only place we can go. I mean, A, let's be real. They're being transported there. You know? There was some they have to have they have to have either been flown or you know, by by ship, by big ship, whatever, however they've been transported, it's gonna cost money. A lot of it too. So yeah. they human traffic people in shipping containers, so they I could very easily do the same thing. But other tinfoil hat thing, what if Im- Mexican and Southern American immigration has gone down recently? Let's just say, I won't give Trump credit, but let's say Trump made it harder. But there's so many people here already, and there's everybody, what does everybody usually do? They send money back home. What if it's starting to level off where... The all the people that wanted to get across the border at by any means necessary are already here. And the families that are back home have been getting sent money for long enough now that things are getting kind of OK there. And the immigration numbers are actually going down. 
So they're bussing in people from around the world to keep the issue alive. Maybe. That's not impossible. Yeah, it's a good theory. You know, I mean, if you think about it, if there's 10 families that came here legally and they've been sending money back to their family in Mexico for the past 10 years, it might eventually level off where this guy got off. Right, they're well off enough. And uh, there'll be no, you know, what's the point then? A lot of... Like a lot of uh, Mexican immigrants that I've worked with before, like they do send money back, but and like their goal is event is like to support their family back there, yeah. buy property, build you know build a house, and you know eventually go back and retire in their country yeah. and live like a comfortable life. I, so so maybe uh, yeah, maybe yeah. some of them have accomplished that, and they're in like that equilibrium status. Yeah, right the now. numbers the numbers could be changing, and God knows the government runs this entire country based off of whatever numbers they can produce. Yeah. yeah, COVID numbers, <clears throat> gun violence numbers, whatever they need to push to get done, they'll figure out how to make the numbers. I wouldn't be surprised. I have another uh, interesting conspiracy theory on this too, which I'm not sure maybe you've heard. I was listening to this guy Ed Calderon. He's a uh, expert on like Mexico and the narcos and um, immigration and stuff like that. And you know, he was talking a lot about the narcos and how they're basically. Their own little, yeah, they're also basically like their own little tiny governments within Mexico. Like that work with our government. Maybe not even, (laughs) but he he was saying, you know, they have been known to have conversations with Chinese authorities. And, uh, you know, maybe they're getting funding behind the scenes from China and China's using them to, you know, sort of traffic people into America to help further destabilize the country, destabilize the border put strain on our economy, uh, you know, and at the same time, giving them money to do it because it takes a lot of money. Like we said before, to transport all those people who's got a lot of money, the narcos, uh, right? They're probably, well, well, the narcos do too. And they're operating yeah. in Mexico to begin with. So, you know, I, I don't rule that out either. There could be some, you know, Chinese CIA covert ops behind all this thing that's, well, you know, working yeah. together with the narcos to, to keep, you know, they're keeping the pressure on America because we're under extreme amount of fucking pressure right now. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, everyone? It's the Two Doom Men, and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire TNT Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code doomed to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. I I fully believe, and this comes from another conspiracy theory, that the U.S. government is in bed completely with the cartel uh, and that MS-13 pulls off hits for them. Uh, El Chapo, the biggest 
you know, cartel boss ever. He's been on trial for years now. I don't even know if the trial ended or not. But as we saw with the big uh, O.J. Simpson case, and they're nowhere near the same two type of people, we got 24-hour coverage of that. You can't even find a tweet about what's going on with the with the El Chapo case. What if he's pointing fingers? What if he's dropping names or whatever? But also, the, like you said, the cartels are their own government and they're intelligent. Yeah. What if we cause a problem over here so we could get the drugs in over here? Where if all of Border Patrol is in that one section, it's got to be way easier yeah. in other well, sections. Car- cartels are famous for doing that, even yeah. giving up giving up shipments, uh, you know, in one spot. Like you know, send a uh, send a boat with all you know ten pounds of uh, you know or, or one ton of coke on it and yeah. let it get purposefully you know seized because you're going to draw all the attention away, and then you send the other boat with a hundred yeah. tons. Uh, or whatever, whatever of a uh, code through it. Yeah. The distract delay, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's possible. It's, that's how much of a shit show it is down there. And we literally have a president who can care less about it. Well, he's, can, he's more busy, you know, restricting freedom amongst his own people. Yeah, so he don't got yeah. time for that. Yeah. Freedom yeah. for others. But I mean, at a certain point too, you got to look at like, if you like, if you really like, if you're from Cuba, like, I know America is the last resort, but like you keep seeing stuff like this, you're going to like, shit, where else can we go? Yeah. You know, what's interesting. We haven't heard it, a fucking lick out of Cuba since uh, oh, that yeah, whole situation yeah. went down, I mean, right? Those, well, what happened was the communists completely shut it down. Yeah, the regime yeah. quieted it down, shut it down, probably disappeared who they needed to. And, you know, no, there's no internet, nothing in there coming in and out. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think Biden actually, mentioned something about cuba at the uh un meeting but i didn't i've really been you know just sick up to my eyeballs with government lately i can't even i don't even want to hear like what trump has to say anymore right now Uh, i'm just so done with so many people you're on your way to becoming an anarchist like Uh, most of the libertarians are yeah i just i'm sick of a lot of it man um all right let's get into uh unless you want anything else say anything else on that i was gonna say let's get into uh, a shit show and meat it's and no potatoes than... of this episode. Yeah. So I'm going to share my screen here. One second. So I'm going to start here with Governor Holkel. And uh, she's been in the news a lot lately, and she's kind of been rapid firing a lot of vaccine COVID mandate stuff. So foreign workers could replace New York's unvaccinated hospital, nursing home staffers, Governor Holkel. Nearly 20% of workers at hospitals and nursing homes who refuse to get vaccinated COVID-19 will be replaced potentially by foreigners once the state's mandate goes into effect next week, which was yesterday at this point, uh, Governor Hochul said. Uh, to those who won't, we'll be replacing people. And I have a plan that's going to be announced very shortly, which we're going to go into next. Uh, we're also going to be reaching out to the Department of State to find out about visas for foreign workers on a limited basis. Uh, to bring more nurses over here. So before we really get into this stuff, because this is going to be a major tinfoil hat time topic, um, this is a classic example of something me and you have said millions and millions of times. Government creates the problem, and then they sell themselves as the answer to the problem yep. they created. The reason why New York is is uh, facing a potential shortage in school bus drivers, and more importantly, in nurses, is because they're mandating that everybody takes a vaccine with basically no exceptions, no uh, consideration for natural immunity. They're telling you, you got to take the vaccine 
or take a hike. The heroes of last year are the unemployed of this year. And I looked it up. If you are fired for refusing to get vaccinated, you will not be eligible for unemployment insurance um, unless uh, unless you're able to provide a valid doctor approved request for uh, like a, you, you couldn't get vaccinated because uh, you had a medical reason. But they'll still fire you anyway. It don't even fucking matter if you have a medical uh, reason. They'll still fire you. So, yeah, you'll be you'll be I, uneligible, uneligible for unemployment. I said this for a long time ago that. If you get fired because of the vaccine, you won't be eligible for unemployment. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, this mandate, it, it went into effect yesterday, right? So, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the deal is, how many people are getting fired or whatnot. I'm sure as the weeks and days go on, well, now, we'll, we'll see. Now but also uh, the teachers, uh, all teachers and staff have to be vaccinated by uh, this Friday or get fired. I yeah. believe as well. The deadlines are coming. I do know uh, I have here that the Civil Service Employees Association, uh, members of the New York State Correctional Officers and P PBA, and a group of medical workers are among those who have filed lawsuits challenging the state's vaccine yes. mandates. <clears throat> so it is possible that those could go up to you know New York State Supreme Court and uh, yeah. the mandates could be overruled. I think it's going to have to, but um, because this is super unconstitutional there's no legislative oversight uh no congressional oversight and they the entire frontline work staff worked very well last i'm not going to say that you know last year wasn't a shit show but they worked unvaccinated through the worst of the worst of this yeah the actual were, worst part at yes. the very beginning yeah and you know to show that we are going in the wrong direction, it's now getting to the point where the government doesn't have to do this. They're choosing to do yes. this. Yes. They're choosing to overstep these unprecedented boundaries that no one in the history, George Washington up to Donald Trump, including Trump, never overstepped their boundaries like this before, you know? It's 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 starting to go so far left, we'll say that it's unnecessary. What's going on in Australia? They don't need to be arresting people in the streets for not wearing masks. They're choosing yeah. it. You know, Forget about arresting them to do in Australia. Yeah, straight up assaulting military age males. Don't yeah. don't think I haven't noticed that. That it's oh, yeah. all it's the tradies, guys, middle aged working dudes. Yep. They're they're targeting people like that. My opinion on what they should do in Australia would get this show taken down for good. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll keep that for private yeah. conversation. But uh but there's no there's no need for this. They're they're choosing to do this. So that means there is some plan and I don't want to say anything to ru maybe ruin your next point that the next story you wanted to get into. But yeah, it this is it's going way too far now. Yeah. Well, well, let's get to the next point, right? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna screen share again, and we're gonna play some videos of our dear governor here speaking, and uh, she is talking about some of the plans she mentioned in the pre previous article. And we'll be nation leading with our mandate, which strikes at midnight tonight, when everyone is expected in the hospital in the state of New York or a healthcare facility to have been vaccinated. I will be signing an executive order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address the shortages where they occur. That's going to allow me to deploy the National Guard who are medically trained, deploy people uh, who've been retired and may have had a license lapse, bring in people from elsewhere. That is not my first 
wish of my friends. My, my, my desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs, work in them safely, and to all the other healthcare workers who are vaccinated, they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them sick. And we'll be nation leading with our... Um, all right. What's, what's the most insane about this is if you caught it towards the very beginning. She goes, I'm going to sign an executive order to give myself the power to deploy the National Guard. So like you said before, completely circumventing the New York State leg legislature, you know, like the New York State Congress. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sign an order which gives me more power to deploy soldiers to do the jobs of people in the private sector that I'm firing because they didn't comply with another order that I decreed from my castle upon high. That is literally what she's saying. And, and she said, oh, this isn't my first option. Well, yeah. you're, you're starting with this, so it is number one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I think she meant in terms of the what we, we mentioned before, yeah, she's going to try and bring in, uh, you know, she's also going to, well, yeah, she wants everybody to get vaccinated. So that's yeah. like one of the options. Another one of the options is to bring in immigrants on visas that are nurses and have them do the jobs, which that is not even that's not realistic either. Or she was saying, you know, we're going to, you know, she's kind of alluding that we're going to make more nurses. You don't just snap your fingers and create nurses in a day. That's a long, arduous process of schooling and work for you to get, you know, be like a li licensed uh, now, medical worker. Hear me out. What if they're just putting their people that they need to be in place in place. Well, that's what, what tenfold high time is for. But yeah, what if what if too many nurses are waking up and saying X, Y, and Z, and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, YouTube doesn't uh doesn't want anybody to hear about X, Y, and Z. So now we'll get some foreign worker. will you know threaten their entire life on it, mm. and you do as you're told. Comply, comply, comply. If you don't comply, we'll find somebody who will. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, Doom Nation? It is Skaggs here, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Two Doom Men podcast. If you like political discussion, guns, beer, movie and TV reviews, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel, and share the show with your friends. That's the best way we can get around Big Tech's algorithm. You can also just go to linktree.com slash Men to find everywhere the show has a presence. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Skaggs89. Thank you, everyone, and let's get back to the show. Yeah. Another interesting uh, little comment she had there was, you know, uh, the, the vaccinated workers, you know, they, uh, they deserve yeah. to know that their, their co-workers are not putting them at risk. I mean, the rhetoric to divide people um, amongst vaccination status, it, it's not only president fascist biden it's now the governor we've seen so many politicians say it i mean and we're talking about people who work in fucking hospitals that are treating people with covid19 like if you're in a hospital you're probably and you're uh, uh like a healthcare worker you're and you get covid it's going to most likely come from one of the people that have covid19 and are in the hospital hospitalized yeah. with covid19 not the workers that are working there that are completely healthy and have nothing to do with the scenario. But they keep making sure they force you in that little divisive statement to try and get the vaccinated people who are, you know, stubborn and want to control and rule everybody to be like, yeah, fuck those people. Fuck them. You know, if they don't do what they want, they're putting my life in jeopardy. Because when you 
when you're afraid, when you think your life is in jeopardy, you're looking for like who whose fault is it? Yeah. You're looking to scapegoat somebody. Yeah. So that that rhetoric is everywhere, and that's not by accident. Those are not oh. off the cuff remarks. That is fucking no. planned, dude. Project Mockingbird. On top of it, once again, people are arguing that the vaccine doesn't really work that well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're vac, you know, I always say this when somebody you know starts going at me with this you have a mask on why are you worried about my mask and you are vaccinated why if your vaccine works i am no threat to you it's it that's how a vaccine with a virus works (laughs) and again not to mention they're completely not taking into account any natural antibodies you may have produced they're not saying you know we should test you know they're, they're literally saying it doesn't matter if you have natural antibodies, which is proven to be just about stronger, everyone. proven also to be stronger than the vaccine's immunity yep. uh, that is provided. So it's not about science. It's about compliance. It's about get the vaccine because we need to make sure we can pad those profits for, for pharma and, uh, you know, for Pfizer, et cetera. Um, yeah, good. Uh, I forgot where we were going now with that. Well, let me go to my temple hat time with this. You know, we've been alarmist over the course of the months here on this podcast, and we're quick to compare everything to Nazi Germany and the end of the world and everything. But you literally now have the governor of New York is going to mobilize soldiers. I know they're medical soldiers, they're National Guard, they're medic, but she's going to mobilize soldiers to take the healthcare jobs of normal citizens who are supposed to be charged with your healthcare. How, how, how far, how, what's the right word for this? How far-fetched is it to think that she or another governor who does the same thing or the president or whoever the fuck crackpot dictator is in charge somewhere down the road is going to give that order to those soldiers and say, you're not treating any unvaccinated patients that come yeah. into this, uh, ho- these hospitals that you're working in right now. Not until... You know, we get a 98, 99 percentage of the population vaccinated, like President Biden said the other day. Then things could go back Which, to normal. So, let uh, me. yeah. But I mean, think about that. Think about that. You're, you're, you're taking the private sector, the free market yeah. completely out of it and replacing the workers with soldiers now. We're getting closer, dude, closer to the Soviet Union, to, to the way that, yeah. you know, Kim Jong-un runs his shit because they don't have they didn't have any free markets. They relied on, you know. The, the military to step in everywhere. I don't know, dude. I, you know, I know we sound alarmist most of the time, but how crazy is that? It's it's very plausible to think because I I mean sooner or later they've all they've warned us. The government will always tell you that what it's going to do before it does it. And they said we're done with the carrot. It's time for the stick. And from here on out. The stick's only going to get bigger. And eventually the stick will be so big where, all right, there's no more doctors in the hospital. There's only there's only the, uh, you know, military personnel that we choose to put there. You know, we choose who to runs. And now, you know, we cut off medicine, the IRS getting control of everybody's bank accounts. You don't think that's going to lead to some type of social credit system. You don't think that I always said it's going to be a real fun day when the ATM asks you to scan your your vaccination passport because eventually they'll shut off your money. They they already said we have the power to throw you out of your your job. Now they're saying we could just write in the power to bring in the military to do your job. 
the money's going to go next. The food, I mean, in Paris, in France, they are, you have to have a vaccine passport to go grocery shopping. The president chose to starve his people if they don't choose what he wants them to do. Yeah. The money will eventually go. You'll see a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's at this point we could say, you know, I, we've made the point that it's, it's poor management. It's poor legislation, you know, like it's, it's very poor policy that they're setting in place, which it is right. Like we said before, they're ma- they're making a problem, and then they're coming back and solving and it. Pre- present themselves as the as the answer solution, right? But are they doing this shit on purpose? Maybe it's so bad, yeah. right? It's so bad. Like the policy is so bad, you have to entertain that yeah. this is the Great yeah. Reset, the the World Economic Forum, the Davos guys. That this is more than just this is the tinfoil hat shit, right? Yeah. You have to entertain that because it's so obvious how bad some of these decisions are. I. I always said one day people are going to start praying Q was real. All right. And it's, I mean, you look at what's going on. You got to think every time they don't get their way, they just take more power. You know what I mean? We've watched game of Thrones. We've watched all, you know, the, the cartel stuff, power corrupts. And we've proven time and time again, that there's corruption. We have receipts on it. We knew there was corruption before we started this podcast. We knew there was corruption back in 2006. You know what I mean? Like I'd say we didn't know the 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 depth. The depth of corruption. Yeah, you, you that's that's assume. moved my political opinion. You know, doing this podcast for all these months and like doing a lot of research and finding out how deep the shit goes. You know, getting so red filled has moved my personal political opinions a lot over I the course of doing. The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it, you, you keep we, we've been just eating red pills, yeah. bowls, bowls of them with two hands. Yeah, you know, I was actually thinking to myself though, like, because like I said earlier, like I'm just so done. I I, I don't want to listen to anybody about this shit. I, I just want to see like rock and roll time. Like we, it's it's clear, it's here. Like we got to do something. Needs to be done. Someone needs to be held accountable somewhere. And. You know, I was like, you know, it's almost like a, a curse that like we got to see behind the curtain at what goes on because people like some of our friends who are just blissfully ignorant of this have it way better, <laughs> way better. Yeah, they're going to pay more in taxes. Yeah, they have no idea why. Yes, this is exactly how we got to this point. Mm-hmm. Well, but dude, it's that's a, it's a horror story behind yeah. the curtain. Bro, I, I just rewatched The Matrix uh, last week or a week before with Shane. She never watched. I'm it afraid before. to watch it. I'm and, afraid uh, to watch it. You know, that's this is that's why we keep everybody keeps referencing the blue pill, red pill choice, right? Because yeah. when you go back and watch it, you know Neo's presented the opportunity. You could take the red pill and you go down the rabbit hole and you know the truth behind everything, or you could take the blue pill and you wake up, you go back in Neverland, and you know everything was great. And as you watch that movie, as you know, as the movie progresses, there's there's even uh, I forget his name, but uh, he there's the other character who attacks uh, everybody and starts like unplugging them. He makes a deal with the agents to be put back into the Matrix because he realizes it was better to just be not know what was going on yeah. and be living. Ignorance is bliss, I yeah, believe that's he why says. I said, right, blissfully ignorant. So so yeah, some people do feel that way. Like uh, they'd rather not know anything, and they'd yeah. be you know. Had they have their cat memes and their Xbox and whatever, not me though. I, I'd rather know the truth. If if you did, if we were living in the Matrix and machines were you know ruled the world, I'd rather know the truth and live a miserable, hard life 
and try and fight back. And, yeah. and I'd rather live in reality than live in a fucking simulation, a yeah, well, false simulation. We're not, we're not living in reality. That's for sure. Cause well, you know, with this, what, you know, just to go back to what we were talking about with uh Hanchu or whatever the hell her name is. Um, I still don't, I still don't know how to properly pronounce it. Nobody's like really told me and I haven't really. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, I'm saying Hokel, but I could be yeah, wrong too. Hokel, I don't even know. There we go. Um, you know, she literally decided, yes, we'll fire people. And this is going to create an emergency. So I could declare and write in a state of emergency. Like, you know, like. Circular logic. Yeah. They're like, we started our podcast with saying like, the government will never let a good crisis go to waste. And then I said, you know, well, they'll, then it gives them the reason to create a crisis. Now they're creating a crisis in real time in front of everyone. Yeah. They're not even like, it's not they're even a surprise anymore. They're creating shortages of labor, shortages of product, shortages of food, you know. And, and if you also think about it, it also demolishes my tactic from a few months ago when I said every nurse should just walk out. If, if every nurse and doctor walked out of a hospital, what do you have? A big building full of sick people. You're effed. You know what I mean? But now if, if an entire if there was a big enough group in some hospital somewhere that said, no, we're going to walk off. We're not going to do this. What's the governor going to do? Emergency. I have more right. power now. Send the National Guard. Yeah, uh-huh. the, pre- the, the president, like we were talking about with Nick, yeah. it's been sent, you know, and uh, I wanted to make the point, man, like if they just ended the restrictions on everything, you know, left everybody up to freedom of choice, stop politicizing the virus. Stop trying to force everybody to do it, you know, to do what they want you to do. Open up the markets. The economy would recover. People's mindset would recover. You got to get rid of a couple people like Fauci. There's got to be some accountability. And people would just address the virus common sense on like a person to person basis. You know what I mean? Like I don't need anybody, Joe Biden, Kathy Hochul, whatever, to tell me how to behave like when I have my child in a few months. You know what I mean? I I don't need you to mandate anything for me. I'm going to use common sense and do it. And if people don't use common sense, then they'll reap what they sow. And that's their their fault. If They've charged, they've politically charged the situation so much that there is no way to like logically address it anymore. It's it's too far gone. Politically charged. Bro, this is like, this is unprecedented. Who in the history of this country has done any form of this type of overreach? You know, it, it was there maybe like the 16th president or one of these no-name presidents that people never think of. Did maybe he or, you know, do something like that? But as far as I could tell from all the history classes I took, that the last time this happened, it didn't turn out well. You yeah. Know? <laughs> people say, you know, a lot of the libertarians that I listen to, they hate Abraham Lincoln surprising really? and you think why do why would people hate abraham lincoln you know, like he was a fucking dictator the south yeah. you know wanted to secede you know it's uh what is it like you have your right to uh freedom of association yeah. and the south was like we don't want to be associated with you anymore and you know, and they've they you know there's some libertarians view uh lincoln as a dictator who wouldn't allow them to express their right to secession no. their right of association and uh basically fought a whole war with you know your yeah. your your men of course there was obviously the issue of slavery and the economic issues of the day as well to factor in i think sometimes libertarians are a little bit too like ideologically 
pure, like like their their mindset is too like pure ideology ideal ideology i can't even say the word but <laughs> um you have to sometimes live in a real world and you know what i mean yeah uh, ideologies are only going to get you so far you know well i mean look that you know the entire progressive left you know is by an ideology of the moral high ground mm -hmm. you know? yeah but their their society will collapse you can only ignore uh reality for so long was it in um that uh hbo documentary uh about chernobyl they had the famous quote in there it's like every lie we tell incurs it yeah. to the truth and eventually that bill is going to come due that's just yeah. like they did in in chernobyl they kept lying they kept lying they kept lying people get sick they die you have an international incident on your hands same thing with this you keep trying to fill people's jobs with it's, national guard you could yeah. try and like use your government you could keep printing more money in order to pay the bills that's gonna that bill is gonna come due one day and it's not gonna yeah. be pretty when it does yeah uh you know we were saying you know you reap what you sow and oh my god i'm terrible tonight where are we going with this i'm sorry everybody chernobyl oh yeah and in Dairy, uh, yeah the incurring a debt to the truth yes fuck i completely every every lie oh, told and curse well, hopefully the hopefully the truth comes out sooner than later because it, it does we're going to get to more truth later in this episode, but it does. How many how many stories have we, we covered that yeah. are things we said sounded like conspiracy, and then months later the truth came out? The Capitol riot, yeah. the uh, you know the kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmore, so many fucking things we've spoken about. Yeah, yeah what were you going to say? Uh, no, so the, uh, something I found out about uh, Hochul, apparently her daughter-in-law is a huge pharmaceutical lobbyist. I heard about that too, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. I got another crazy video that we're going to watch here so, if, if, you know, if you're ready for that. Let's see. Oops, sorry. By the way, Doom Nation, follow me on Twitter, Skags89. That's my personal account also. I post way more on there than I do on the Two Doom Men one. I so Twitter. this is Governor Hochul. Again, she is at a uh, church of some sort. And, uh, you know, again, you might think that we're conspiracy theorists, that we say things that are outlandish sometimes. Uh, yeah, this is going to completely prove that we're not. So I'm not sure, you know, listen. I prayed a lot to God during this time. You know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart one. But you know that people out there who aren't listening to God, what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostle. Mm. And talk about it and say we owe this to each other we love each other jesus taught us to love one another how do you show that love and to care about each other enough to say please get back to each other i want you to live i want our kids to be safe when they're at school i want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital virus from them you're already sick you wouldn't be there we have to solve this my friends i need every one of you I need you to let them know that this is how we can fight this pandemic, come back to normal, 
and then start talking about the real issues that we have to do. Fighting systemic racism. <laughs> I will take you on any day I've seen it. I know it exists, and we are not going to have a blind eye to this ever again any longer under my... And she, that speech, Turn it was like, let, down. let me do, let me say the most obvious pandering sh things I could possibly come up with in one speech. But holy shit, man, a couple episodes again, we said this was cult shit. What can, how could you watch that video and not tell me that's some sort of fucking cult like behavior? Yeah. The, the one thing I want to make clear is she said, we owe it to each other. We love each other. We want everyone to be safe. No, bitch. That's what you want. Straight up. I don't give a fuck about anyone else other than my loved ones and the people I know and the people that affect me. I, yes. Generally, I do not want anyone to die. I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone, but I don't give a, a shit what you do. I'm I've never met you. I owe you nothing. You owe me nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like I said this before, if this pandemic was as deadly as they say it is, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be giving zoo animals COVID shots. We would be killing each other to get to the front of the line. So if it is as bad as they say it is, you wouldn't have to convince anyone because neither of us would care about each other's safety. It'd be who gets to the finish line first. Yeah, I agree with that. If this pandemic was, you know, had the 10, 20% kill rate, like Nick was saying that they yeah. all, you know, emergency managers feared, and you had a vaccine which had a hundred percent chance of it. If and you know, if the science showed, if everybody gets this, the the virus will be burnt out and go away. I consider it, but that ain't the fucking situation. No, it ain't. So, and I and and I I don't like people enough myself either to uh to right to uh to go out of my way to do something that the benefits are not clear, uh you know for how vague they are with the with the, with all this stuff. But dude, that that speech was so cultish mm -hmm. you know first of all i'm not a religious person whatsoever right i sent that video to a friend of mine who's a very religious guy uh a good christian very devout uh really good dude all around and he was disgusted by it you know he goes to church every day he's, he's a good guy real real yeah. christian guy and he's like you don't invoke god's name to to further your political agenda like that it's it, it disgusted even him that's a new tactic though they they yeah. never bring god into anything anymore and you want to talk about cult shit dude she has her fucking vaccination status on a yeah. chain on her yeah. neck you know i have the yankee symbol here most catholic people christian people have the, the cross on their neck this bitch has the fucking vaccination status on her neck i mean are we for, are we the conspiracy theorists or i mean this is the governor of new york we're not conspiracy theorists dude these people are not jobs they're insane yeah I, dude you know to become what was she before the lieutenant governor of new york yeah the vice president basically yeah yeah you don't get into these positions without getting you know having dirt and having blood on your hands she was a puppet long before como ever turned any you know girl into a puppet you know, so, you know, they knew with her, she knew going into this position that, you know, the shadow puppeteers were just going to mark, bark the orders and she's going to say what she needs to say, wear the necklace yeah. when she needs to wear it. Like, yeah, that or maybe she's, she wants to like be the governor, like wants to be elected. So she's leaning hard, uh, yeah. hard into, into the, uh, 
the you know the dictatorial you know right. aspect of this thinking that i'll get all the sheep to vote for me and i'll win next time by leaning that's like her political strategy maybe i know but what she's doing to all the frontline medical workers yeah uh, the sad part is like new york is like hell yeah th- this is great like get those nurses out of the which is crazy because they will tell you to get the vaccine because they care for you and they care about your safety and well-being but if you're really not going to be on my team get out of work i don't want you working yeah. anymore make no right. more money yeah you know, they they, they, they yeah, it's it's selective, right? They they're they're ignoring the other negatives of the situation, which they've done throughout the entire pandemic. Yeah. There's been statistics that have come out recently about childhood obesity is at all time highs, uh, depression, anxiety, yep. suicide, all time highs. And those are let's be real; those are like those are side effects of the of what is going on, like the, yep. the paranoia, the behavior around COVID. And I don't have any numbers; I haven't looked this up. I guaranteed you if you had if you looked it up and you saw how many deaths are being attributed to like poverty, suicide, anxiety, alcoholism, you know, like the increase in that and then compare them to the increase in deaths from COVID. I, I bet you they're if not the same, I bet you the other one is, is higher than the COVID deaths. And you don't you don't think all these people losing their jobs that they went to school for for how many years this good job that's no longer there now no one's going to become a drug addict uh an alcoholic kill themselves get wildly depressed start taking medication feed in the problem how about those uh yeah you know what i didn't even think of this but you just you just made me think of how about those you know healthcare workers that went to school for all those years i'm sure they have an absolutely insane amount of uh college debt Right. That, you know, that they can't now pay back. Now they lose their job. It's even harder to pay it back. That will be another way that they can uh, further the agenda of canceling the debt, which is really just uh, a way to transfer more money to the rich and the elite. You know, what I mean, it's all interconnected somehow. And they are choosing to do this. They're choosing. Yes. They don't Again, to- they're making the they're manufacturing the crisis. Yeah. I mean, listen, even. Even if you do believe everyone should get vaccinated, let's think realistically, there's no way you're going to get the country to do 100% of anything. Yeah, never. Biden said 97 and 98%. Spoiler warning, people, that is never going to be achievable. You'd have to fucking vaccinate every single baby as soon as they came out of a womb. Like, it's it's never, it's not going to happen. That's going to happen. I hate to tell you, I really think that's going to happen. it's 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 ridiculous like it's not it's not like logistically possible yeah even if, even if even if you erased the political aspect of all this and the mistakes that were made and you had just a situation where everybody was calm rational thinking you're never gonna get 98 99 percent of anything you can't even kill her what is on the fucking back of the lysol thing kills 99.9 percent of germs because there's always that one motherfucker that one germ yeah. who ain't gonna comply Right. So it's the same thing for people getting vaccinated. You're never going to get 100 percent. Yeah. Like I said, spoiler warning. It's not it's designed this way not to go back to normal. There's always going to be the enemy. And we have this governor now who is just openly choosing to take these people's job. They're making a. they made the decision to go to college to become a nurse. They made the decision to become a nurse. They made the decision to work during they could all quit during covid, but they stayed because they're good nurses 
And now they don't get their right to choose what gets put into their body. And well, now we choose for you. I mean, there's also an interesting angle to that too, being that they are healthcare professionals, way well, smarter than me and you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, why do they not? Perhaps, question, perhaps you know, we start demanding to do it and we start asking, why don't you want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Cause if, you know, if, Everybody who knows the healthcare provider has asked their healthcare provider thousands of questions over the past year and a half, and these are the people who have been answering them. Yeah. And now they're unfit to work. I I, why, I think why we would should you rather uh, lose this good job. Why would you rather lose this good yeah, job? I think me and you should try and find a uh, New York State healthcare worker who is you know Not basically choosing to lose their job and just you know plug their brain, see why. Yeah, well, we'll um, put out this word. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it for future episodes. Uh, all right. You want to get on to the next topic, which is... Uh, uh, Assange? One? Yes. Let's so, I'm going to do some more reading here. So, we have... Before we start this, I want to first say that this is going to be a little bit critical of the Trump administration, because we're fair and we're not biased. But at the same time, I'm well aware that a lot of stuff that's critical of Trump is complete horse shit fake news, etc. But I was put onto this article by Edward Snowden, who's my personal hero, one of my heroes. Uh, he doesn't lie about things. Uh, I, I find him to be a pretty, you know, uh, you know, he has a lot of integrity. So here we go. Kidnapping, assassination, and a London shootout inside the CIA's secret war plans against WikiLeaks. In 2017, as Julian Assange began, began his fifth year holdup in Ecuador's embassy in London, the CIA plotted to kidnap the WikiLeaks founder spurring heated debate among Trump administration officials over the legality and practicality of such an operation. Some senior officials inside the CIA and the Trump administration even discussed killing Assange, going so far as to request sketches or options for how to assassinate him. Discussions over kidnapping or killing Assange occurred at the highest levels of the Trump administration, said a a former senior counterintelligence official. There seems to be no boundaries. While Assange had been on the radar of U.S. intelligence agencies for years, these plans for an all-out war against him were sparked by WikiLeaks' ongoing publication of extraordinarily sensitive CIA hacking tools known as Vault 7, uh, which the agency represent said that they, it was basically their largest data loss in CIA history. This is where it gets interesting, and it leads me to believe that it's true. President Trump's newly installed CIA director at the time, Mike Pompeo, was seeking revenge on WikiLeaks and Assange, who had sought refuge in Ecuadorian embassy since 2012 to avoid extradition. Um, Pompeo and other top agency leaders were completely detached from reality because they were so embarrassed about Vault 7, said a former Trump national security official. They were seeing blood. This Yahoo's News investigation, based on conversations with more than 30 former U.S. officials, eight of whom described details of the CIA's proposals to abduct Assange, reveals for the first time one of the most contentious intelligence debates of the Trump presidency and exposes new details about the U.S. government's war on WikiLeaks. It was a campaign spearheaded by Pompeo that bent important legal structures, potentially jeopardized Justice Department's work towards prosecuting Assange and risked damaging a damaging episode in the United Kingdom, the United States' closest ally. So they're saying also... The CIA is so hell-bent on going after Assange to literally kill him that, I that. 
they were under they were undermining and undercutting the Justice Department's uh, like efforts to arrest Assange and bring him in to face trial for whatever right. bullshit they want to make up anyway. So you even have like ad, like count like administ like uh, these agencies like count agency beef between each other over how to get rid of this guy. Um, let's see. In late 2017, in the midst of the debate over killing and other kid kidnapping, sorry, the debate over kidnapping and other extreme measures, the agency's plans were upended when U.S. officials picked up the, what they viewed as an alarming report that Russian intelligence operatives were preparing to sneak Assange out of the United Kingdom and speared him away to Moscow. Keep in mind, that's essentially how Ed Snowden is, right. is now a fugitive from justice. He's he's kind of hiding out in russia they're providing him um you know like whatever they're providing him uh, somewhere to stay protection so protection yeah so they're saying that the russians were possibly working to get assange out of the uk get to moscow get away from the cia um so in response the cia and the white house began preparing for a number of scenarios to foil assange's russian departure plans and according to three former officials, those included potential gun battles with Kremlin operatives on the streets of London, crashing a car into a Russian diplomatic vehicle transporting Assange and then grabbing him and shooting out the tires of a Russian plane carrying Assange before it could take off for Moscow. U.S. officials asked their British counterparts to do the shooting if gunfire was required, and the British agreed, according to a former senior administration official. I mean, this shit is crazy, dude. They're, they're going to all lengths to, to get this guy. Um, I have one final point towards the bottom here to try and be fair to Boy, the... this was a long story. Dude, this was an insane article. It's so long. I read the whole thing. Um, so again, some discussions even went beyond kidnapping. U.S. officials had also considered killing Assange, according to three former officials. One of those officials says he was briefed on a spring 2017 mi meeting in which the president asked whether the CIA could assassinate Assange and provide him options for how to do so. So now they're saying that Trump was Trump even was asking asking. for give me options of how we could possibly even kill Assange, uh, you know, as one method as opposed to abducting him, uh, taking him in that way. Uh, so now to be fair, nonetheless, at roughly the same time, agency executives requested and received sketches of plans for killing Assange and other European based WikiLeaks members who had access to these Vault 7 materials. Uh, Yahoo News could not confirm if these proposals made it to the White House. So although the guy before was saying he was a Trump administration official yeah. and the president was asking, Yahoo couldn't confirm if it made it to the White House. Some officials with knowledge of the rendition proposals said they had, they had heard no discussions about assassinating Assange. In a statement to Yahoo News, Trump himself denied that he ever considered having Assange assassinated. It's totally false. It never happened, said Trump. Seemed to ex Trump seemed to express some sympathy for Assange's plight. In fact, I think he's being treated very badly, very badly, he added. So that's as much as I'm going to read. Um, I don't know, obviously. I'm not a fucking CIA op, spook. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. But the more I believe it, for the most part, I, I think, obviously, they could be taking, they could be using it to take some shots at Trump. But I believe it because this is agency spook shit. And yeah. Assange made the mistake you don't make. He found top secret shit, especially on the CIA. He founded WikiLeaks and based, based it off of it. 
And the government, the CIA, they'll go to whatever lengths they could go to to punish you, to hang you, to make sure that you don't do that, you know, and someone else doesn't do that again. Good. Um, I completely believe the CIA would happily try to kill Assange. Uh, you know, this is an organization that we truly believe doesn't need to answer to anyone. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're not so even the embedded. president. Yeah, they're so embedded around the world. And we've known they've committed horrendous acts against humanity. On top of that, they, they will kill Americans to start a war if it means they're going to get their war hawks flying. The whole thing with pinning this on Trump, I find it weird uh, because let's be real. There's no Biden CIA, Trump CIA, Obama CIA. The CIA, at some extent, has the people that, yeah, works with Trump and Obama. But then there's the other CIA that really is just out there committing you know, horrendous acts. So I could see it being a shot to throw Trump's name in there to get, you know, people riled up. But it's kind of weird that Trump's name's involved in it and it's not getting any media coverage. That's true. The the way I see that, I could see, the you know, I don't know. I could see them having a meeting. First of all, I I believe this, especially in terms of Pompeo. Pompeo eventually went on to move his way up in the administration and he was the CIA guy at the time. I could see him, you know, you, 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 uh, you shit on my organization. I'm going to come back yeah. guns blazing and get my yeah. revenge on you. Um, I could also see in a cabinet meeting in the White House, Trump just them being like, well, them being like, Mr. President, this guy, he leaked information that's you know puts America at risk. We got to get rid of him. You know, it's it's we're, that's where we best advise you to do. We could probably take him off the board what do you think yeah you know if he's bad get rid of him see what you could do give me a plan i'll see you know what i mean like do i think trump was like hey, 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 behind like a, a secret plan to assassinate assange no but do i think he might have entertained the thought or the proposal of we could assassinate this guy as it was sold to him as being like a critical matter of national security yeah i, I believe that definitely that could that could have happened i got i got two things so I, I actually like Mike Pompeo, um, but, you know, he was always a good Trump guy. But, you know, not to be biased, you don't even in Trump's administration, you don't get appointed the head of the CIA without doing the dirt. So yeah. I'm the skeletons in Pompeo's closet. He must have a house full of closets and bones piled from the floor to the ceiling if you made it to the head of the CIA. So I, I wouldn't put that past him that he'd be interested in killing Assange. But the other thing that, like, I separate Trump from this, and I'm really not trying to be biased, but let's be real. Like, the CIA didn't like JFK, and JFK died. You know, he was eventually assassinated. We, I'm not saying the CIA did it, but the CIA didn't like him, and he died. If the CIA could kill, kidnap and kill Julian Assange at one and kill kidnap and kill trump at 115 there'd be burgers on the grill by 129 you know what i mean like yeah. if they could get it done in the same day they would you know like you're not going to tell me the most hated man in the history of the world that has been villainized that there hasn't been plans to assassinate him uh, pelosi maybe calling him across her desk it'd be, yeah yeah i'm sure there was it'd be too on the nose though you know yeah well, that was the one thing I always said. If anybody ever tried to kill Trump, like 
everyone yeah. would like there would be no one else to suspect yeah you know? right right exactly <laughs> you know another thing too is they've lied to him before it's been proven yeah. with the troop levels in afghanistan they lied to him about that and like that goes back to what we're saying these agencies are beyond even the you know the control well, of the president what about i think we me and you were listening to tim pool one time and they were talking about how everybody was saying how big of a fool uh george bush was that he didn't know what was going on half the time you don't think the cia used that to get yeah. around for what they yes. wanted to do i'm uh yeah interestingly enough i'm reading uh or is this right here I'm reading right now the book that scott horton advised me to read bush at war which uh, goes into the uh days after 9 11 and uh the beginning and yeah the cia was deeply involved in everything and the uh and uh, I, I'm thinking of doing a doomed review about it, so I don't want to uh, really give too much yeah. away by the beginning. But, but yeah, of course, the CIA is involved in all that sort of stuff, advising the president, backroom deals, yeah. etc. That's what I mean, like to call it like Trump CIA. It's the CIA. They, they, no president right. has ever owned the CIA. Yeah. There's been a few presidents. There's probably been more presidents that have been owned by the CIA than there have been presidents that have owned the CIA. Yeah, definitely, man. And um, so, so one one of the main, like like South Park here, right? What's the moral of the story? Um, the way I see this is, why should you give a shit about Julian Assange, right? Well, Julian Assange is a whistleblower at the end of the day, right? And saw shit he didn't like, and he whistle blew on it, right? Yep. Just like a few weeks ago, when James O'Keefe or well, yeah, well, they're great at it too, right? But. He's going to face accountability, Julian Assange, for whistleblowing on the government. That same government is going to do what they did a few weeks ago. Drone strike, predator drone strike, kill 10 civilians in Afghanistan, children, women, lie about it. Later on, it comes out that it was women and children, not ISIS-K people. No one's even going to get a slap on the wrist. No, no. One's, going to, no one's even going to get a fine. Yeah. from their from their pay from their paycheck right but you whistleblow on them they will fucking plan to kill you not even joking yeah i just I read can... like 10 minutes of a fucking article yeah. showing how they were planning on killing a guy whistleblowing yeah. on them but if they kill people and it gets outed that they kill people ah, sorry we made a mistake yeah. no no accountability yeah, I could tell you James O'Keefe's life is definitely on the line for Project Veritas. There's people out there that want to kill him. Whistleblowing is frowned upon. I'm surprised that he's still getting people to blow the whistle because it'd be very easy to make some of these no name if they're not actors. You know what I mean? If you're going to actually believe who they are to just disappear. Those know? guys are, are fucking wizards at whatever yeah. they do. I think they get I think Project Veritas gets people to uh, open up like that. First of all, they liquor them up which is a great social <laughs> lubricant. Second of all, I think they get them to like go on dates and shit. I think like they put the pretty girl with the big boobs in front of the scientists from, from Johnson and Johnson. They get the guy liquored up and you ask him a couple questions. It's a little deceptive, but at the same time, that's God's work. You know what I mean? So I, I tell you, I wish <laughs> I knew that their office was only like 15, 20 minutes away from me. Because I would have been there with my resume pounded on the door every day. Yeah. Well, now it's completely destroyed yeah. from that rainstorm. It'll be back. Had. It'll be back. Yeah, man. So I thought that was an insane um, it is. article. It is. Uh, like I said, you know, you make what you want of it. Believe it. Don't believe it. I don't know. I believe it because it's from Edward Snowden. I trust yeah. him. 
Um, and the CIA would happily kill anyone. Yeah, right. It's not yeah, out of a possibility. You know you what I mean? Be like, careful. You're you're in DC right that's now. That's true. Right. If I get hear a knock, I better put that the uh, the bolt on the door. Maybe put the mattress on the floor so they can't shoot through the window or something. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll do what they did at the Capitol. I'll put a Cheeto in the uh, in the in the door frame. That'll keep them out. That's the uh, security okay. that they had the Capitol on one uh, six. I'll do that maybe. There we go. All right. All right. It's been another episode, Doom Nation. Yes. Make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe as always. Check us out on our link tree at Two Doom Men. Uh, it brings you to everywhere you can find us, all of our social media. You can find us on all the major podcasting platforms. Thank you, guys. Hope you yes. had a great time. We got an interesting episode coming up after this one. We are having uh, on. Yes. Yes. Uh, flat Earth Dave we are having on. Uh, me and Captain are not flat flat earthers. think the whole thing is completely bullshit. But we're going to hear about flat earth Dave, see what um, he's got to say. At this point, yeah, go ahead. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. At, at this point, I'm going in open-minded. <laughs> I got questions, and I'm it, not completely sold that the Earth isn't flat anymore. After we we live in an cl- upside down world, I mean, right. if, if the world's, it might as well be flat if it's going to be upside down. I I, I had a feeling you were going to say something <laughs> like that, and I kind of feel the same way. It might as well at this point. We might as well talk to a fucking flat earther. Well, yeah. you know what do we got to lose? <laughs> Taxes are still going to go up. And don't right. Right. The- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later, donation. Peace.